Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Tess Keatley and I am the host here on Authentic Spoon Nutrition. I am an accredited practicing dietitian and nutritionist from Australia. In this podcast series, we'll be discussing all things food, health, and the latest in nutrition science. I'm a big advocate for evidence-based practice, which means the information I discuss here is genuine, authentic, and backed by science. So welcome back to another episode here on Authentic Spoon Nutrition. So I asked you guys to ask me what type of topics you would like me to discuss. And one of the most questions I had was if I could speak about my placement experience. I know there's a lot of student dietitians and student nutritionists that follow me. So I think that this would be a great topic to discuss because I know that before I went on my placement, I was extremely overwhelmed and had no idea what to expect. So if you're a nutrition student or a dietitian student, keep listening because this will be valuable for you. So just to give some background, before dietitians can officially become accredited, they have to complete a 21-week placement, which involves a clinical placement, a community placement, and a food service placement. This is generally done in the fourth year, and depending on what your course entails, it's generally over the course of six months. So I did mine over eight months because I had completed research in a previous year. But yeah, as I said, it depends on um, how your program is structured. So this is just my personal experience of placement. Obviously, everyone has a different experience of placement depending on where you're placed and I guess your supervisors and your personality type. So to give some background, I did my clinical placement in Townsville. Um, Harvey Bay, Maryborough and a cancer care centre in Maryborough. My food service placement was done in Caboolture and my public health placement was done in Roma, which is out west in Queensland. It's technically considered a rural region. So I'm going to be completely honest. So placement is one of the hardest things I've ever had to do mentally, physically, financially and emotionally. For eight months, you're essentially the new kid on the block um, for multiple different workplaces that you'll find yourself in. Generally, I was moving from each ward and each area after two weeks on my clinical placement, which is hard because you almost find your feet by the end of the two weeks and then you're off to the next stop all over again, which can be extremely challenging. You'll be amazed as how much you learn in such a short time though, academically and a lot about yourself as a person. You'll grow up even more than you ever thought you could. I thought I was quite mature before I went on placement, but yeah, um, I obviously came home a very different person. It's kind of like the first day on a job where everything is really overwhelming and scary and you're out of your comfort zone. I kind of explain it as like an extended job interview. So you're on your best behavior for 24-7 and essentially your future career is on the line. So everything that you do on placement each week is graded and it can determine whether you pass or fail. And you're also um, on your best behavior because you're potentially um, under the guidance of your future employees um, depending where you are placed. The work itself um, is three major blocks which I spoke about earlier. So a clinical, a food service and a community or public health. So a clinical placement, which is generally in a hospital, can be extremely confronting at first. Um, My second week, I was on the palliative ward and for me, seeing very sick palliative patients was very tough. Even just finding the right words to to respond when a patient starts crying in front of you or um, telling you some, you know, very confronting issues can be really, really tough. 
you're going to review a patient that you'd been seeing every day um, of that week and then sometimes you might walk in to find that they had passed away which can be very challenging Um, sometimes when you're in clinical placement you see and identify social issues within the patient that are out of your control where it like makes you feel helpless and you can try to do everything in your best to help with that but sometimes it is out of your scope of practice and it is out of your hands Um, so in this situation I would always refer to the psychologist or a social worker I guess it goes for all health professionals really it can take its toll on you emotionally when you're dealing with very ill patients you're their dietitian, but often you feel like patients are unloading their personal relationships on you, which is totally fine because that's what we do as dietitians. We're here to support. Um, I personally enjoyed it because I felt as though the patients could trust me and I was happy to listen and offer them emotional support. But I would just mention that make sure that you find an effective way to process all of that so it doesn't overwhelm you and mess with your head. So after my first clinical block of placement um, I started to feel quite numb actually I had been living alone in an empty flat um, basically on a camping mattress and had like camping furniture um, because obviously accommodation is also a challenging thing but I'll get to that a bit later and um, yeah I would go back to the flat and I wasn't emotionally processing things the way that I should have been I would come home and um, start studying and then go to bed and then repeat that um again each night it wasn't until I came home and had a few weeks off that it all hit me like a ton of bricks so I would definitely recommend um, communicating with your friends or family it's so important when you're going through hard times especially on placement communication with patients is also um, essential you need to be able to successfully build rapport build trust and form good relationships with the patients I would suggest being gentle genuine and just really show them that you care And if you don't have their best interests at heart and you don't have compassion or passion for the helping people, I guess you're in the wrong job because um, that is so essential for dietitians. And it's one thing that I really realized when I was on placement. Um, Even working in the hospital can be a total eye opener for the first time. Um, Anyone who works in in a hospital will understand what I mean by the smell of the hospital. Um, Even seeing blood, as I said, the smells, um, the culture, you know, you're in a brand new environment. Obviously, there's that staff hierarchy. There's medical lingo that you have no idea about, um, policies, procedures. It's all very daunting. So if you don't get placed locally, which I did not, all of my placements were away from home. You're basically living away from home in short-term rentals, which can be extremely expensive and often quite hard to find because generally leases are for, say, a minimum of six months. So some of my placements were four weeks in one city, then three weeks, seven weeks, six weeks, etc. So you have to put yourself up. The uni doesn't cover you in any financial way whatsoever. If you're lucky, you can get um, support from, say, Centrelink. If you go out to rural sites, which I did when I went out to Roma, um, sometimes these sites offer free accommodation in, say, like old nursing quarters or old Queensland health houses, which is so fantastic. So if you can, I would highly recommend getting involved in that as soon as you can. But yeah, they're often um, subject to change because they generally save them for locum staff. So locum staff generally have a priority over students. So that can be tough um, because obviously if you've got bills at your home address, um, which I did, so my partner and I have a mortgage, so I was paying a mortgage and a rent for um, 
the accommodation that I was on at placement. So rice and beans it was. So we were living very cheap when we were on placement. I wish I never calculated this, but I did um, 100, sorry, 840 hours of unpaid work. So 40 hour work weeks over 21 weeks in total. <laughs> Placement is stressful enough. And then when things in your personal life don't go to plan, that also puts extra pressure on the experience. So when I was on placement, um, my car decided to die halfway through and my partner was also injured and was out of work for six months. So you're under so much stress um, from placement and then those things happen as well, which are always out of your control. While you're under so much stress on placement, you'll most likely get sick. So practice what you preach and make sure that you're eating a lot of immune boosting foods. Um, It can be challenging. I'm not going to lie. Some of my friends actually dropped out. Some broke up with their long-term partners. Some had um, family members pass away or get sick. It's challenging and that's life and they're the things that are out of control. And while you're away, you'll miss out on monumental and sentimental times with your families and friends like birthdays, weddings and, you know, your friends. Unless it's a funeral or a tragic accident, you're not actually allowed to be exempted from your placement. I can tell you now that FOMO, so fear of missing out, is a real thing. I had it big time. One of the most important tips I can give you is start saving as soon as possible. If you're listening to this and you're in your first year of uni, this would be a great time to start. If your parents are not in a position to help you financially like mine weren't, you'll need those extra shifts um, for money in the kitty. Over the whole six months, um, I spent around $15,000 of savings on just basic living expenses. And that was me living tight. You may not need as much of that if you're placed locally if you are lucky because you'll save a lot of money Um, I actually dropped back to part-time in third year to save for placement I had three jobs um, in third year while I was doing research it was really really hard but I'm so thankful I did it because having that extra financial support while you're away on placement is definitely something that is useful so I've spoken about all of the tough challenging parts now so now I'm going to talk about the positives because Nobody likes a negative Nancy. So when when I think about the positives of placement, they definitely outweigh the negatives. So it's honestly one of the best feelings in the world being able to help people. Seeing patients and clients succeed and make positive changes is so fantastic. It's such a rewarding feeling. Like I can't even explain it. Anyone who is in the health profession will be able to relate to the feeling of like helping people and seeing them progress. The patients were the best part of placement for me. I loved meeting them, getting their stories and learning about people from all different works of life. I once had a patient read me um, a thank you poem that he had written. He'd suffered from a stroke and had had speaking difficulties. Um, And in a previous life, he was actually a politician. So speaking was something that was very important for me, for him, sorry. It was such a beautiful moment. Um, On clinical, you'll work with a lot of the elderly people and a lot of people generally say, oh, I don't want to work in aged care, but honestly, it is amazing. You will learn so much from hearing their stories about their life. I remember my first ever consult with a client. Throughout the consult, I was on the biggest high and I knew that this is exactly what I wanted to do and what I had worked so hard for for the last five years studying. So when you, when you get that feeling, you know that you're definitely in the right environment. And that's what I got when I was on placement. It will amaze you how much you actually do know. So 
one of the first ward meetings that I ever went to. I was sitting um, in the meeting room and I was surrounded by doctors, directors, um, nurse unit managers and all of the different allied health teams. So each week they do these on the wards um, and they discuss the patient's progress and um, everyone can put input on a a particular patient's progression. So we were in the meeting and they were conversing in what I call medical lingo or medical language. Some of the terms that they were using, I had no idea what they were talking about. But then by week 11 of my placement, I was actually fully comprehending all of the terms and was involved in the conversation and speaking behalf of the dietetic team. So as scary as it is at the start, you will learn it and you will pick it up. And yeah, you basically pick up things like a sponge when you're in placement. So as I said, I went away for all of my placements and it was really tough, but it also made me open my eyes up so much. I became so much more independent and it was such a great learning experience for me to be able have to be able to have lived in um, five different cities that I did. It also taught me so many, so many life lessons that I'm so grateful now, grateful for now. Um, when I was in Roma, I actually um, got a flat tire and I had never changed a tire before. So now I know how to change a tire if that... Um if that's a life lesson. Um, The people that you meet along the way um, are so great. In a sense, it's kind of like traveling. So you meet so many people and make friends that you will have for life. I wouldn't have built these close friendships with the friends that I have now if it wasn't for placement and uni um, and my experience. Overall, the experience is an emotional roller coaster of extreme highs and extreme lows. I feel like I held myself together quite well by making sure that I took care of myself and made sure that I was making time for me along the way. Make time for something that you love doing every single day and that is such a big tip that I can give you. Um, My friend um, and I would get up an extra hour earlier and we would either go on a walk or climb a mountain, go do yoga or exercise as a little way to escape, um, I guess, the... The crazy, the crazy things that are going on in your head when you're in placement. My best advice would be just to accept the fact that the year is going to be extremely tough and just make peace with that and try to have a positive mindset with all of it. You guys know I'm a huge believer in positive manifestations for um, progression, self-development, etc. So find books if you like reading or listen to positive podcasts, which is something that I did, which was also another reason what inspired me to make this podcast channel Um, or even try meditation just to clear your mind because the hardest thing about placement is the stress, I think. Um, Whenever I was having a bad day, I would just remind myself that it's short-term pain for a long-term game. And that's like literally a quote that I would say. So short-term struggle on placement for a long-term gain. So Look at the bigger picture and look at the end goal of the situation. I would remind myself of what I would actually get out of all of this at the end. So for me, it was a double degree and a financially secure um, job in a career. And it was doing something that I absolutely loved for the rest of my life. I will never forget what one of my friends told me from the previous cohorts. And she said to me that once you have gotten through placement, you can literally get through anything in your life. And I completely agree with that. So over the course of my placement, I had about 10 different supervisors in total um, amongst all three of the different um, placement blocks that I was on. And I am so grateful for this because each different supervisor that you have, you can, um, I guess, learn different styles and they all have different teaching styles. And depending on what type of learning style that you have, um, it's great to have a bit of variety. So I know some of my... um, 
fellow dietitian students at the time were a bit overwhelmed with having different supervisors, but I thought I thought of this as a very positive thing. So as I said earlier, just try and keep positive with everything. My major tips for clinical would be to get familiar with medications. So um, we didn't actually cover a lot of pharmacology in my degree. So um, that's something that I would definitely recommend. Another thing that I would recommend is um, practicing NCPs and your um, and practicing writing medical writing in the medical charts because this is something that we also didn't do a lot of and it's something that you will do every single day on clinical. Another tip for clinical would be to build on your motivational interviewing skills because this is obviously very valuable when you're on placement. Another thing that I would suggest um, before you go on placement is actually figuring out a little bit more about yourself. So there is a test that you can do called the Myers-Briggs test and this tests your personality and it's so useful because you can then figure out how you learn, how um, you react in certain situations and um, yeah, it's really good to be more self-aware I think and that's something that I'll definitely use throughout the rest of my future practice now. Another major tip that I would say is be confident. Honestly, confidence is the key and you need to get rid of that self-doubt. You have just done four years of your degree. You do have the knowledge and the skills. It will be extremely scary, but yeah, act confident and you will succeed. Another tip I would suggest is don't be afraid to ask questions. I was so fortunate that I had such amazing supervisors. I got along really well with all of them and they were so helpful and I will continue to um, stay in contact with um, a lot of the supervisors that I had during my placement and that's what they're there for. They're there to support you and yeah, you should feel supported and encouraged and yeah, don't be afraid to ask them questions. For your food service placement, obviously um, my tips are very um, specific to my specific placement that I had because obviously all different um, food service and community placements that you have will have a different project. So with food service, I would suggest just um, improving your cooking skills, um, being up to date with the food standard codes in Australia, with the community public health placement. Um, just get familiar with um, different public health policies and um, things like the social determinants of health and those kind of frameworks because they'll be really useful. Um, another thing that I would suggest is go in with an open mind. So when I was a student, I thought that I would definitely not like public health. I thought I would more be a clinical or like a private practice type of dietitian. But when I did my public health placement, I absolutely loved it. And it, yeah, it really changes um, the views and thoughts that you have because I feel like when you're actually at uni learning about public health, it's when you actually apply it into a real life setting, it's very different. I don't know if that was just my specific um, project that I had, but yeah, it's very different. So what I would say is have an open mind, don't make assumptions and yeah, just be open to um, all different opportunities. Another thing that I would recommend is being um, very professional. So dress professional, speak professional and stay within um, your scope as well and um, abide by the student code of conduct because you are essentially um, a student still and even though you feel like you might know everything, it's really important to stay within that scope of being a student still. Also by getting a really good support network will be so useful when you're on placement. So find some friends that you can um, chat to, you can debrief about your day, you can share experiences, you can 
um, say, look, this is what I did in this situation. What would you have done? Because it's great to get that support from your peers because you, in, in a conversation with them, you might learn something that you think you didn't know. So yeah, that's really valuable as well. I would also suggest um, when you're on clinical placement is get a folder and get lots and lots of resources that you can take around to the wards. So um, one thing that a lot of students challenge, um, a lot of students found challenging was articulating the diet disease relationships. So if you can practice your diet disease relationships before you go on clinical, this will be really valuable as well. So there we go. That is a little bit of an insight as to what to expect on placement, the positives, the negatives, and the tips. Um, I could speak about this for six months straight because I basically did it for six months straight, but this podcast is getting quite long now. So I hope that you learned something and something that you can um, apply to your placement experience. Um, I'd just like to say also, if you have any suggestions for any future topics that you would like me to cover, um, don't hesitate to email me or comment or direct message me on Instagram. Thank you so much for listening and good luck for your placement if you're about to embark on it.